little uh, late rendition of Williams and Bloom this week. We apologize. I've been traveling, and you got a little bit of you got a taste of what we had to offer. A little bit of an intoxicated. Um, wasn't that intoxicated? I mean, it was a. We kept it classy for the most part after the big Cyhawk win. It is Williams and Bloom I, we, on a Monday. We've been worse. We've been worse. Oh, been way worse before. Way worse. In fact, you are lucky we were in that good of shape. <laughs> Want to thank our presenting sponsor, MacDyne and the MacDyne Corporation. If I know my guy, Chris Clover, from MacDyne, he was probably right there in the same boat with us on Saturday evening, Bloom. In fact, I, I would guess Clover was probably sipping back on something a little more classy than I was. Yeah, a little more high dollar. Down there in the Outer Banks. Go to MacDyne.com. And uh, here's a here's a deal for you. The Innovation Iowa Magazine. I don't know if you know this, Bloom. MacDyne is currently featured in the Innovation. The That's the business record. We have friends there. It's the business record, right? And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, they've, they're featuring Mechdyne, so you guys should go and uh, pick that up and uh, check that out. Really good stuff as Mechdyne continues to get all sorts of good pub because it's a it's a phenomenal company. We're not just we don't just talk about it. It's we I wouldn't put our name on it if it wasn't. Uh, check them out at Mechdyne.com today. If any of you are looking for a new career, could be a really good spot. I also want to throw out another one of my favorite companies here. This is we love giving away free stuff. And my guy Ray at Farm Story Meats, he's giving out meat deals for every Cyclone victory this year. Free hamburger, uh, a pound of hamburger in honor of Iowa State pounding the Hawks. If you go to farmstorymeats.com, the keyword pound, you'll get a free pound of hamburger with any order all week long. At farmstorymeats.com. It's Monday night. Let's get after it. You're way more into this than I am. I'm not into it. I, I, I enjoy the tradition at this point. Yeah, no, it's a nice tradition. I don't think the song's really that great, but people just go crazy with it. Like, I, I tweeted it during the SEMO game. Like, I'm looking down in the press box and you just have 60,000 people lose their minds when this song comes on. So it's a, yeah, go with it, Iowa State. Keep rolling with it. Keep it rolling. It's, and, and that was SEMO. What would happen if this was in the Iowa game after that X touchdown? Although I think you probably still got to give it to X. X got to give it to you. That's right. Uh, welcome to the podcast here on a Monday night. So most of you are likely listening to this on your Tuesday morning drive or sitting at the office or any of that good stuff. You, you threw off everybody's routine this week. I'm I got sorry. multiple messages that you effed with people's morning schedules on Monday, and that's the worst day. So good job, Williams. And I apologize. So I didn't realize... That they so we had booked this flight like six months ago because of this wedding we were going to, and the, they moved the flight. They that can ever do that on you. Yeah, yep. they can just move the flight if you book it like far enough out. And so we had a three and a half hour drive from the beach to Raleigh, which we were flying out of. Well, they moved the flight up to 
11. Well, that's not, that's very bearable, but like do the math. You've got to, and, and, and the one thing I've learned is the traffic in Raleigh is a total B. Like oh, the that, triangle is, is brutal now. Yeah. Oh, a lot of people move in there. Yep. My God. And I would not, uh, the, the wife and I were discussing this. I would not go on a visit to Raleigh. This is that bad. It was not a clean town. Like I was not impressed with Raleigh. Stopped a couple of different places in there. Um, I would love to have gone up and seen like Chapel Hill and, and stuff like that. We just, we just didn't have time. Uh, but no, Raleigh, not impressed with Raleigh. Really liked the Outer Banks. That is really my kind of place. Really chill, but you still kind of feel like you're out in the sticks and like there's just a ton of history there. Really appreciated it and glad, glad I got to do that. was really fun sitting and watching the Seahawks game on a beach uh, with my family and just sitting there with my dad and watching. And clearly it was way more fun because of how the game turned out. But um, nonetheless, it, it, that was a good experience. I'm glad that I got to do it that way. And most importantly, I'm, I think I'm glad I got to avoid Iowa City. <laughs> Did you see, by the way, the beer can situation with the barstool crew? No. No, I you haven't any, seen I, that? I haven't seen any of this. So, full beer cans hit a pregnant woman that works for Barstool at their pregame setup. So, the Barstool crew was uh, there. I, so Casey, like, uh, Casey Smith. Yeah, she got hit with a beer can? Full beer can. It was like, like your story to a T. So oh, my God. What show. is it about that place? I don't know. Why are they throwing full beers at people? Stop it. Stop throwing full beer cans. But no, so Brandon Walker, who's their college football guy, who's from Mississippi State, and he has an ongoing feud with, with the Iowa fans. Well, he was goading them and riling them up, and they start throwing full beer cans at, at Walker, Big Cat, uh, Portnoy, and poor Casey Smith, who's pregnant, and she got hit in the head with one. Like, what with animals? Is she okay? Or? I think she's okay, but just, they had to, like, tell him to stop it. So, something about, so yeah, <laughs> you're not alone now with, with quote-unquote, Media getting hit by beer cans in Iowa City. What kind of beer was it? Did you catch that? I don't know. I don't know. They did have a lot of high noons in the crowd, it looked like. Some nooners. But hey, anyway. how are you coming on that sponsorship? It's it's coming. It's slow progress. I got a D, I'm in their DMs now. I, uh, I'm in their DMs. I get home from North Carolina, and I have this giant box of whiskey. Oh. Sitting, we, had a, we had a gal kind of house-sitting, watching the dog yeah. and stuff like that. Just this giant box of whiskey from Cody Road. I've I've dipped into mine already on oh Saturday boy. night. It was the perfect way to celebrate. That a boy. Um, okay, so here's what I want to get accomplished here on this week's Williams and Bloom podcast. Of course, we're always presented by Mectine. I want to talk segment one, uh, stuff that maybe we haven't gotten to on the Cyhawk game. Segment two, a massive weekend in the Big 12. We have a lot to talk about in the Big 12, the hierarchy of the Big 12 right now. And, of course, guess the point spreads coming up in segment number three. I don't want to go too far into the Iowa game because I, I think that it's been covered uh, ad nauseum at this point. We've been all over here on Cyclone Fanatic. I, you and Hassel had a great, great show today on Iowa Everywhere. Thank you for filling in. I, I guess let me ask you this, and, and let's start it here. Has your outlook for the year changed 
at all after a 2-0 start the first time in 10 years. Yeah, I mean, I think it has to, right? I mean, Iowa State hasn't been in this spot, and this is the one thing that has held them back, and I don't know if I want to put a number on it, but to start 2-0, we've talked about it now for six months since since the schedule came out. The two games to circle, right, were Iowa and Iowa City Mm -hmm. and Baylor at Jack Trice. The first hurdle is cleared. Now you clear that clear that Baylor hurdle, and I think it's on. Like I don't know. I Hassel said today, and he's again a reasonable Iowa fan. I would say he said ten wins in his mind is not out of the question. And I think if you look at the schedule, I think you can go there. Now I'm not saying Iowa State's going to win ten games, but if you look at the Big Twelve and it goes into the the hierarchy discussion we're going to have, there's no game on the schedule anymore. You go, oh, Iowa State's not winning that. Mm-hmm. And in fact, if you watch all these Big 12 teams, Texas is better, yes. Oklahoma's been kind of what I thought they would be. K-State's been methodical. Uh, Baylor dropped one but looks the part. I think there's five or six teams that can win this thing, and I, I'm throwing Iowa State right in that mix. Because what has impressed me the most that, that for Iowa State, the offensive line has really come on. And I, it didn't get enough credit because Iowa was so abysmal yeah, at everything. I would agree. I would agree that, with that this. It, it, it overshadowed the entire Iowa State story. But what Iowa State did, they did two things that really impressed me in reference to the SEMO game. They ran the ball at will the final three quarters. Really did. I mean, it was like five yards a chunk and in the rain when everybody knew it was coming. And then they shut down the Iowa run game. And I know you can do that when Peters couldn't throw it to me or you, but still you had to do it. And Iowa State did it. And now through two games... MJ Anderson on the defensive line was a stud. And mm-hmm. that's a huge win for Iowa State because that's one position we had question marks about. And I think the offensive line, and it's only two games. I understand that. But I think it's markedly better from a controlling the line of scrimmage. Decker's got sacked the first series, didn't get sacked again. In fact, I don't even think he's really under duress at all. And you knew Iowa was coming after him because they needed to create a turnover. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I was, long story short, the special teams got to figure it out. Cannot... Cannot have a game like that again. But this team, to me, looks like it has a pretty complete pieces to it. And I don't I don't see, you know, they don't have an overwhelming strength, I would say, outside of Hutchinson. But I don't see a weakness on this team right now outside of the punting game and, um, you know, some issues there. But I, I just really like how this thing sets up right now. So, yes, I'm, I'm much more bullish than I was uh, on Saturday morning. All right, real quick. I, I have a handicapper who I uh, I like to watch his power ratings. That's it. it, it nothing official, but it's a pretty good, according to this handicapper. And this was before Baylor's double overtime loss to BYU. I, I don't think that it would change Baylor's power rating. Agreed. Anything They're about happened. the same to me. So at this point, I would barely lose that bet to you. It would look like Iowa State is a pick them to a two-point favorite. Against, Thank you. Yeah, at this point, uh, I would, okay. uh, and and I would I would lose that bet to you, and I'm and I'm because I'm assuming Iowa State's power rating gets a little bit better after that win in Iowa City, albeit Vegas basically had that game as a pick on a neutral field, yeah, right, be, with the three and a half points. It, in raw data wise, defense was incredible. I mean, it was like two point eight yards per play, like incredible effort again. Yeah. Offense offense was only 3.9, though. So Iowa State's offensive metrics are going to go down a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised if their power rating is reflective of that. You throw in the special teams' awfulness, 
Iowa State may drop a little bit, but I think that stuff's more correctable than just I, being outclassed. To be, I'll give you my super positive is the running game in the yes. offensive line. Like yes. you said, I, I'm not worried about the Deckers interceptions. One of them wasn't even his fault. Noel ran the wrong route, I think. I think that one was on yes, Jalen, probably. Yep. Um, I, I thought Deckers was just ice man. Like I, I'm, I'm in he's love. So I'm in love with him. I, I think he's, yeah. I think he's gonna be really special. He's already got got an iconic 99 yard drive. Um, Downing was just a madman. I had him circled, and I and I be, and I continued to love Tyler Miller. I think he's yes. gonna be freaking awesome. So yeah. Hopefully the line thing and and Jirel Brock too. I mean, uh, talk about not probably getting enough credit for that win without him. Uh, and and he made a lot of those plays on his own too, where he he just had burst. Man, it it made Hunter and X's life and and Jalen's life a lot easier on that ninety nine yard drive to have the option to hand the ball off. And and, and Jirel is running right now better than Brees did early on last year. I think it's notable. Yeah. Like the offense is clicking. I, I'll get I, to the defense here in a minute, but I, the offense, I'm really encouraged. I mean, you have to say right that two games in, Iowa State's offense is light years better than it was a year ago. Yes, I don't even think it's close. No, I would agree. I completely and agree. The the Deckers thing, I I can't tell you unless you've been in that atmosphere how hard that is to manage for a quarterback. And he was outstanding. I, it, the, they showed him on the sideline after the one interception, and he had the attitude of like, I don't give an F. You know, like, whatever, it happens. He, I don't know, it just feels to me, we've been watching Iowa State football for a long time. He just seems to have like an it factor to him of the way he carries he himself. He does. I, and it, it's unique. And I, I just think the sky is the limit for him, and he's going to make mistakes because he's still a young quarterback, but... The, that drive, I, you, we can't talk about it enough. I mean, what he did, what that whole offense did, what Hutchinson did, what Noel did, 99 yards backed up in that situation with everything against you, including history, five third-down conversions. It was awesome. Like, the whole thing was awesome. And uh, that's I think that's the start of the Deckers legend. But I, I am so high on this offense right now. If you look at the numbers, it's only, what, 313 yards. But that was that was the... That was a brutal 313 yards to get, considering the circumstances. Iowa State has a chance this week to put up a bunch more. Although I think this game's kind of sneaky. Like I think it's a sneaky game. This is, a, this is the best offense Iowa State is going to play in the non-conference, and it's not close. We'll get to that here yeah. soon. Uh, I'm just—that's I, I, what I think. A defense will be an interesting test. I, this I told you on Saturday, whatever the line is, bet Ohio, and it's well, already steamed down by like four points. So the pros are all on the Bobcats, I, and that's for good reason. Let yeah, down, and I've seen this. Sandwich, well, this isn't part of the. All yeah. That. What's the what's the over under for this week? I don't know. Okay, we'll look that up yeah. because I honestly, I would say has the potential to put up 500 yards of offense this week. Look, but I look I, that up right right now. I want to thank our friends at Gravitate Coworking. I'll do that real go. quick. GravitateCoworking.com. Coworking is the future, folks. It's not just the future; it is the present. They have locations in downtown Des Moines, East Village, Des Moines, Midtown, Windsor Heights, Cedar Falls. And Jefferson, shout out to our friend Jeff Wood for supporting the Williams and Bloom Sunday, Monday night podcast. Go to gravitatecoworking.com today. Did you get that I have total? The better, I have the better of the week for everybody. Okay. 
The over-under in this game is 49 and a half. Oh, pound the over. Over. Way over. Way over. I, I, I think this I think this thing is like 50-21. And don't get alarmed at Iowa State's defense when this happens. I'm just saying, I think this Ohio uh, offense is legitimately way better than I. So here's the funny part. My the wedding that I did on Friday, all Penn State people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Both the bride and the groom, Penn State, all three of my cousins, Penn State grads. And you know who they played on Saturday? Ohio. Yeah. yeah. So like we had all this like fan crossover, and then you had all the Iowans there. There was only you you'd be happy of all the Iowans there. There was only one couple that were Iowa fans. It was all Iowa State fans. Well, who invited them? <laughs> well, they were the aunt, they were an aunt and uncle. <laughs> all right. Um, but um, so it was funny because I'm with these die. We have great. If we ever need to go to, if we ever want to go to Happy Valley, we just got check it. We got. We have all sorts of connections. All right. To the point where I almost have to like make Penn State my Big Ten team now. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, I I said almost. I you know okay. we're, we're there. Mm-hmm. We're, but it was uh the the flower girl in the wedding was a three hundred pound man with a Penn State fanny pack and he was throwing out Penn State colored flowers in the wedding. Like there was a cardboard cutout of Joe Paterno in this hotel. Like and I, I was know. like, Can you do that in two thousand twenty two? I'm not sure that's that's, yeah. that's PC. That's yeah. what I said. Because somebody was like, hey, get your picture with it. I'm like, I don't think so. I, I think, think I'll get great. canceled if I do that. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad idea. But uh, anyways, so I want we, we talked about the running game and the offensive line. That's the big positive for me coming out of the game, other than the yep. win, right? Like we're Right, the win is the win. And I, yeah, you we're can't, past you that. can't, yeah. we're past you can't that. rain on my parade about no, that. Yeah, get the I win. So what, like looking at schematic things, like make us encouraged for the rest of the year. I still... The defense was phenomenal, right? I still want to see them against a Big 12 offense because, yes. you know, like to me, that matchup set up perfectly for Iowa State's defense and what I saw in week one, right? Where I'm like, ah, it looked a little slow at linebacker. Uh, you know, all the things we picked apart in week one. I'm still not convinced that I've seen that. Now, they looked awesome. Like, I'm not taking it away from them. But I also would like to see them match up against Oklahoma State right now and see the speed factor and if Iowa State's defense is going to be lights out, be able to stop that running game. Is that fair? Absolutely, 100%. And in fact, these corners still haven't really been tested yet by a competent receivers either. I mean, literally, Iowa is running out walk-ons from Iowa City. Like, that was their starting receiver. You can't take anything away from Iowa's passing game. It was so bad. Yeah, that there is there is nothing you can take from that, and so you literally have a big. It's honestly, I'm telling you, people, it's a big step up this week to Ohio, who's not exactly great, but it's better. And then you jump into Baylor with their athletes on the outside. Yeah. it's going in the deep end. So you like, agree you with gotta, me? There. That's my yeah, concern absolutely. still. I, I I am more. This is strange to say. I am more confident in the offense right now than I am the defense, just because I've seen more. I have seen now what Iowa State can do, and I know it was only 10 points, but I saw enough to realize you throw the turnovers out because, again, I am a now Jirel needs to hold on to the ball there. Hunter cannot make that throw into double coverage. These are true. But I saw enough with Iowa State's ability to move the ball against a really good defense, which we all agree on, 
Iowa State's, I think, going to be good on offense all year long. The defense has the potential to be really good as well. We just haven't seen it against a competent offense. You can't take anything from SEMO, and you really can't take anything from Iowa. And so let's see it against Ohio, which will be an upgrade. And then the Baylor game is a wild card. I think the Iowa State defense can be good, but I don't know yet. Like, I can't, I, I, I can't guarantee it until I see it against an actual offense. Yeah, no, we're, we have the... We're on the same page. We have the exact same thoughts on that one. The, the Ohio game is just... We had some guys on our premium board. Oh, speaking of that, Thursday, 11.30, Otzelberger uh, getting grilled by Cyclone Fanatic Premium and Patreon members. That's the type of perk you get I, when you're a Cyclone Fanatic Premium and Patreon member. You can go and just hammer Otz. I got a, I got a tip for you I'm going to tell you off the air. Uh, oh. Basketball tip. Recruiting tip. It may okay. end up on the premium board. I don't know. Woo! Whoa. All right. Um, Sourced in. Well, you, I, locked in is blue. Locked in, yeah. Speaking of that, when I was watching Deckers in the 99-yard drive, I, I about put out a We Will Collective. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, I want to get on this one, people. Did you you, you remember my quote in, in oh, uh, yeah. Jefferson at the casino? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I, we didn't undersell the kit. I just... For the record, for the for the haters we didn't over, out there, yeah, who were saying we were overhyping Hunter Deckers, no. I hope you realize it. Yeah, no, it's, he's we're, the real deal. Yeah, okay. I just want just for, I for think the record. he's proven in two games that he's I, the real deal. My, I think so too. And the 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 numbers, like, it, I don't want to get into it because it's it's old news now. But the freaking two block punts, two. <laughs> Touchdown! Two touchdowns. Basically, you just you give them right, like uh, because you, you throw it away and the the fumble, and then what was the th- and then the third interception? The I mean, it's basically you won the game with five turnovers, and you still really kind of drove it up and down on them. Other than that, like it, it was double the yardage. Yeah, if if they would have lost that game oh. on the the freaking sideline deal. Oh end, I would have lost my mind. Like I, I don't. That would I don't have been know if, an all timer. I don't know if I could have shown up here again. Like I think I may have just called it quits. Called Chris Clover at Mechdine and said, "Hey, I'm ready to go." Yeah, I'm calling. Could I'm calling Tom Killiper. I'm like, "What do you got for? What do you got for packaging?" Because I'm not <laughs> well, doing this anymore. We got, you just. We got to get that read in. Killipercorp.com. They're, yeah, they're looking for people. I, I honestly, I was like, Tom, I can't. This is, I can't do it. I no. can't do it anymore. Like how I watched the game again on the plane. Did you know that you can download games on YouTube TV? Yeah, it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's a, for a premium. The premium. Yeah, I, well, I paid premium, it because I figured uh, yeah. with with football, I'm going to need to do that. So I watched that and the Oklahoma State game. I watched Iowa State over again, and then I watched Oklahoma State Arizona. See, State. I didn't get it. So we'll, we'll talk about. The, I didn't see much of Oklahoma State yeah, and no. or. Uh, yeah. I didn't actually watch much of Kansas West Virginia either, which is a bummer. I watched the basically the second half of that game. All right, Leipold, man, he, I'm telling you, I'm not. I, I've been. Uh, you, you you got Hunter Deckers. I got Lance Leipold. That's my guy. That's my so befo- guy. Before we get into that, we got to address the, the, the Nebraska situation. Yeah, Can we hold do that on. real quick? Well, well let's, let's finish. KillerPerCorp.com. Yes, KillerPer. Yes, K-I-L-I-P-E-R, Corp.com. Uh, buddy of ours, Tom Killiper. Uh, great people, family-owned company, looking for help, up in Ames, KillerPerCorp.com. Go to their careers tab. All right, the Nebraska situation. 
of course, we stayed up watching that. Uh, buddy of mine, Steve, uh, buddy of ours, Steve Kemp's nephew is actually the quarterback for Georgia Southern. That's so right. We were having Beatrice. a big, we were having a big Georgia Southern party in the Outer Banks because everybody who's there is a, a buddy <laughs> of Steve. So we were going crazy, and we all hate Nebraska. Uh, Bloom, your takeaways on Scott Frost being fired Sunday. Oh, man. I mean, I, the fact – so two things. One, it was hilarious that they lost to Georgia, Georgia Southern in their throwback uniforms <laughs> yeah. from 1983. That's funny. When when Georgia Southern didn't even have a program in 1983. But two, they, they couldn't wait three weeks and save $8 million. So they're like, Frost, go now. I think it's we don't need yeah I, we don't need our six we don't we don't need the nine million savings. I understand with game day coming there, it's like the the PR hit would have been brutal because it's all he would have been asked about. So at least you can maybe win something. And is I don't game know. day going there? Yeah, I think so. No, one game of them is, is no. Well, okay, the Fox one is the Fox one is I because think. game yeah. day is going to Appalachian State. Okay, I think Big Fox whatever their thing is is coming to Lincoln. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense then. And they may offer Urban Meyer on the spot. That would be a shame. <laughs> but it'd be a real shame if Herb went and took that job. Yeah, right. What do you think? So what do you think about this stuff? Like the Lars Anderson guy the, well, has the tweet. The the part of the tweet's fine and it got completely out of line yeah. with the yes. whole like fully yes. expected. Do you want my do you want my like just honest read on it? Because I think Lars got out of the business. Because it's a, we're in a terrible business in media, which is why I'm starting Iowa Everywhere, because I'm trying to give my friends a place to go and do their work and not be hounded by... cesspool. Yeah. The, right. Yeah. Um, and it's better for the, the, the consumer. Look at what we've done with Cyclone Fanatic and ask Cyclone fans if they're happy, right? We're trying to do it for the whole state. Um, I think Lars, is he quit covering like a beat i think he teaches journalism in kansas at kansas and is just okay. like writing books and my theory on this is when you don't have a byline you kind of just go on twitter and just feel like you can say whatever, say whatever you, you want. want and that that's that's my read on this and and he's actually really credible and really good and i, I love his books I used to read his work for sports illustrated was a huge fan but that's like an asinine statement to make. I'm sure his sources are saying that. Like that but like that it's like fully expected on September eleventh. Come on, man. Give me a break. Like that is that's that's insane. And, and it's rec it's reckless, is what it I mean, it's unfortunate. Well, I mean, think like I thought about you. Like that makes your job harder. Like when I, uh, when a, when a I mean, re <laughs> recruiting, like think about like just screwing with different people for no reason at all. Because there's no way that's true. Like it's there. There can Nebraska have interest in Matt Campbell? Well, yeah, I hope so. Like, please, I mean, they should. That's that's competent athletic directing. But to say that it's fully expected, he's going to be. It's like no, let's stop it. Because there's no way one. It, it, Matt wouldn't even talk to them yet. And, and secondly, it, it, so then the, the, the other thought would be, well, then they talked to him before the season started. They had no idea Scott Frost was going to lose to Northwestern and then to Georgia Southern. 
And in that case, they would have a deal in place. Like that's so that's so illogical that it's not even worth addressing. And it's just like I'll just if you know Matt, like it's so far fetched and like just not true. I can and see it, I can who, see him in his office right now, seeing that going seriously. Yeah, like he's, he's just laughing about it. And I could I'm also sure. see, also piss because I, it's I, like I could also see it like backfiring on Nebraska. Like maybe he would have been interested. Like that could piss him off. He absolutely. I it's just unfortunate because Iowa State beats Iowa for the first time in eight years, and then you have to deal with that yeah. yesterday. It was just like, come on, seriously. Let's get to our Big Twelve segment. This will yeah, be I'm, I'm I'm done with that segment two here. Williams and Bloom, uh, our Big Twelve segment presented by our friends at Wiffles Hybrid. When you plant Wiffles, you're not just choosing superior seed corn. You're making a statement, baby. One that says staying independent. Staying family-owned means something to your farm. Make your choice. Plant your independence. Plant Wiffles, the presenting sponsor of Segment 2 here on the Williams & Bloom Podcast. Also, Uh, uh, the presenting sponsor of Football and Random Things. Nice. I was driving to Hamilton County. spoke to the Hamilton County Alumni Association group yesterday. Saw Wiffles hybrid signs all over the place. Yeah, well, you can't miss them. All over the place. You can't miss them. Hard, hard to miss. So, Wiffles is, is coming on the seat. Okay, I got okay. I got a ton of Big 12 stuff to get to before we play against the point spreads. I uh, want to assess the Big 12. It really, a pretty good showing by the league, I thought, this weekend. Baylor is a field goal away from winning at BYU. Uh, no harm. Baylor wasn't going to go to the playoff anyways. They can still win the Big 12 in their minds. Uh, I, my, my opinion on that team hasn't really changed. Although, I mean, I, I, I think Bloom, I'm going to be honest. I think that we've been spot on with our analysis of the big 12 in the off season. Maybe Texas is a little bit stronger. Um, I, we don't know the court, the quarterback thing is really going to throw them off. Well, and I, I feel like that might be a little fool's gold. Like I don't think that they're just going to be ten and two. Like I, I'm thinking maybe eight and four for them. We'll, well, we'll get here, to that. Um, here, yeah, yeah. I, I have I have some Texas thoughts. I'd uh, like well, to share. Okay. Well, let's let's just do that. That was the huh. first game of the day. Ewers is out four to six weeks, and um, we've already got Steve Sarkeesian talking about rat poison and all this stuff, mimicking his idol. Um, no, all in all, a really good performance by Texas, though. Specifically, that defense, Gary Patterson, clearly making his presence felt there. What do, What do you think on Texas? Yeah, I mean they 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 were much more disciplined, which is great for them because the question has never really been, especially defensively, the talent. Like they've had guys there, and but their issue has always been when times get tough, they fold up like a cheap tent. And it's easy to get motivated when Alabama's in town. Yeah, exactly. And you and you've got everybody there, and it's a sellout. It's a different situation when Iowa State's there in the middle of October, and it's like, oh, Iowa State's in town. Like that, their issue has never been they don't have the guys. Like they are one of the ten programs in America that has guys that can be up there with Alabama. It's when times get tough and they're getting punched in the face by Iowa State in the middle of October. Do they want to keep playing? And it's like that defensive line set in Ames last year. You guys quit. They've been quitting for ten years in a row. Mm-hmm. When when they're three and two, do they want to come play when college game day is not there and they're not the center of the universe? That's the question for Texas. I don't think it's ever been a question about their guys. And my concern with them right now, they're going to get a lot of attention now. Yeah, uh, it is 
the offense without without Ewers and then Card got hurt. Robinson's a stud. I don't think their line's good enough. They can just roll up on people either right now. So I, who do they have this week? Because I would, I think they are riding as high as they will from a value standpoint. I would take whoever they're playing this week, honestly. Mm, give me a second to pull up my Big 12 schedule. Texas, they have a tough game from what I'm, uh, yeah, UTSA at Texas. Ooh. That's a that's we'll we'll get to that one. We'll get to I I haven't I ha, I purposely did not check the lines. That's a fascinating game. I can't wait to watch that. What time is that game? Seven o'clock. We'll uh, yes, we'll be back for. We them. can watch it. We can watch it after. Uh, I'm telling you. The game. Look, Roadrunner, sneaky. There's sneaky. Look out. Texas is a yeah. I I completely agree with that analysis. Listen, and this is why I I picked Bama to cover or Texas to cover in my picks column is because Bama. In early September, hasn't been great the last few years. Like they're listen, they're still Bama, but remember, yeah. remember when we were in Vegas and we were all watching them play Florida, and we thought that they were going to lose yes. last year to Dan Mullen. Yes, and yes. you know, and they didn't uh, to their to their credit. But like this isn't surprising, and from people, I actually talked to a couple writers who were there, and the atmosphere was just off the charts. You're right, the energy was. It's great, you know, contagious, and and they've got all those five star guys. Uh, what happens when they go to Kansas? Or and, and we'll, we'll do that. We'll the see. Second note I have here on the Big Twelve: so Kansas is two and zero, a mm-hmm. road win at West Virginia, where they're scoring at will. Now West Virginia's defense hasn't exactly been spectacular under Neil Brown. Is Kansas for real? And my boy Lance Leipold. I'm telling you, this guy is a coach, dude. He did is you a take coach. the over? Because you talked about it. Yeah, well, I mean, I didn't. It's almost I, a lock. I it's actually, almost a lock. I actually lost this game. I, I actually played West Virginia because yeah. I just didn't believe that Kansas could, could keep up. And so I'm saying, are they for real? Like, what are we talking about with Kansas now? I don't know yet. I don't know. I mean, the numbers are really good for them right now. I mean, they have they have put up numbers in two games. Daniels has been a real deal at quarterback. They're running the ball great. And if you look at Leipold's success at Buffalo and that Whitewater before that, they always ran the ball. And honestly, if you can get a competent offensive line, you can do damage no matter what league you're in. And they ran it right at West Virginia, like 200-plus yards. And so if you do that, you're going to be successful. I don't think they're back yet. Because you still get, they still gave up a lot of points in that game, and when you in, in West Virginia is, is in a weird spot. I mean, they're they're now he's under a uh, hot seat watch. Neil Brown, like it's not going well. Yes, I would agree. I wouldn't. I would not be surprised if and they, their AD came out with a very, I would say, vociferous note of of confidence for him this week, which is usually not a great sign. But I don't know. I don't. I can't buy Texas. I can't buy Kansas yet. Give me another game. They're clearly better. That game in October in Lawrence, it's not the automatic dub Iowa State was expecting probably before the year. Guaranteed that. No, I thought the same thing. I thought the same thing. They are – I mean, they showed, too, at the Texas game last year. You know, yeah, they're you, getting better. Yeah. It, it, it shows if you have a, a football coach that knows what he's doing, you can actually turn the corner. And Leipold's way better than Les Miles. They're 2-0 and with a road win in the league uh, heading into – week three like that we'll learn more this week they go to houston that'll be a really interesting game we'll yep. get to that and them and them in texas tech have 
arguably had the best starts in the Big 12. Um, Kansas State blows out Missouri. Well, they've been good too, actually. So they forced four interceptions. Returned a punt. Returned a punt. 5.5 yards per rush. (laughs) Martinez runs for 52 yards. Doesn't really do much in the passing game. 9-20. But again, Bloom, not asking him to do much. And this was the analysis going into the year where, like, this is going to look different than Scott Frost asking Taylor Martinez or Adrian Martinez to throw it 50 times a game. That's not what he does. Kansas State's a terrifying team because they're back to their – they actually have this, you know, this style that they're sticking to, and they're doing it well, and it's taken climbing a while, but this is, this is what his program was supposed to look like. Yeah, now the question for this, they played in a rainstorm all day. So that weather that came to Iowa started there. So they were delayed for like an hour and a half and played in the rain. So it was a slop fest. I mean, but they 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 love the mud. Like they they played great. Missouri was completely outclassed. I wonder though, when Martinez has to do something through the air, if they get behind or they're in an actual game where it's a one score possession, they can't just run out the clock with Vaughn, what they look like. But through two games, if they can get it, they're, they're, they, it's like the vampire's back. If they can put the vampire chokehold on, they're going to do it. Well, it's going to be tough to get out of. Colin Klein's calling that type of a game. He is. They had to, they, say, they threw a, the same stupid jump pass that he did a thousand times in his career with Martinez. And I was like, oh, God, not I again. I told you. Here we go. Do you I, remember I when bad, we used, I have bad vibes with that game. We used to K-State. fight about K-State games. I know. Back in the day. I I so they would they get Tulane and then Oklahoma. I think that game in Oklahoma, which is a primetime game on the twenty fourth, that'll be uh that'll tell us a lot for both. Uh Baylor falls in two overtimes to BYU. We kind of covered this one already. Doesn't really I watched the first half. I haven't got to see the second half. Man, when you're on the eastern time zone. Whew, yeah, it gets late. And I, I gave been, that over at one central. Yeah, I know. My dad and I were planning on staying up for it. We were going to do the full day, right? The noon until after the yeah. Baylor game. But there was just way too much alcohol consumed <laughs> yes. because of the Seahawks game. The Cody, Cody Road won my night. <laughs> I Well, for real, like my plan, my plan was to stay up. Like I was going to do the whole thing. And then I just, I couldn't make it past halftime like it. So I need to go back and, and see what happened. I saw there were some missed kicks and I, my opinion really hasn't changed on Baylor at all. Oklahoma state's the most fascinating team in the league to me. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's just this vibe that it's, it's like old school. Gundy. Is it? Yeah, I know. I don't know. But, but and, and I, again, I don't think we learned a ton because I don't think Arizona State's very good. Okay, like Agreed. I, I, I want to make that very clear. Like I, I'm not positive that Central Michigan, who Oklahoma State beat in Week One, couldn't beat Arizona State. Um, I did watch the second half of that um, Central Michigan game since the last time we talked. Mm. And I guess I didn't really realize last week that they, I mean, those were like backups in when that started to get really nasty. It, it, it was. So yeah. I don't think just burying the defense, the defense is, is quite fair yet, but still I'm looking at a, 
you know, a bad Arizona State offense that moved the football against him. I don't know. Um, I, I, Spencer Sanders, though, go, he's 21, been great. Maybe he's twenty-one for thirty-eight on Saturday, though. So like yeah. that, not you know, that's very Spencer Sanders-ish to to do that. He wasn't very accurate. Now they still took care of business, beat a Pac-12 team, covered the spread, did all that stuff. I, I still feel like there's. That's a team that could either win the league or still go seven and five too. Like I, I think that there's, I don't know. They, I think that I may have missed. I, I don't know. Like they, I, I don't know what we're gonna get from Oklahoma State. I'm all in on Kansas State. I think that they're gonna be really good. I think Texas is better than we thought. I don't know anything about Oklahoma. Baylor is who I thought that they were. Tech's probably a little bit better, but I'm not 100% sold, but they probably are. Uh, TCU is what they are. I think Iowa State's probably a little bit better. I guess my whole view of the league is that it's going to cannibalize itself. It's going to be wild. I mean, honestly, one through 10, it's like, man, I don't. Who do you pick? Kansas might win five games this year. Not in the league. No, overall. Right. They're 2 0 now. I, I believe it. I would not be shocked by that. They, they have an ability to run the ball. And, like, I'm looking at Oklahoma State. Arizona State ran the ball at six yards per clip on those guys. Like, that would be my question mark. At the end of the day, who can stop the run and who doesn't turn the ball over? And, I mean, I don't want to oversimplify the thing, but that's why K-State is probably the safest bet right now because they're going to do those two things. They just are. Unless they let Martinez go, and then it could be disastrous. But right now, they're literally like, they've got him in a glass case. and like, don't screw it up, man. But the question is, if they get in a situation where he has to do something, can he do it? And I don't know that either. I, I mean, I think, I think Iowa State is perhaps, through two games, the most well-rounded of the bunch. Now, I, we, we don't know a lot, but I, you could argue Iowa State's win at Iowa is the best win in the conference right now. So, kudos to Iowa State. Hmm. Yeah, I'm looking. What do you think? I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't. Who else would it be? Man, Baylor's offense was really pedestrian. It was not great. Yeah, uh, our our old Shapen wasn't wasn't uh, wasn't elite at all. I mean, uh, I'm I'm thinking about your Iowa State win. Hmm. It's got to be. Probably is. Tech beating Houston at home is a nice win. Yeah, Kansas winning at West Virginia. Okay, you could you could tell me that. I'll, I'll that. That's yeah, a, no, that's a nice it's not bad. Too. That's not a bad. It's not a terrible take. I just I'm I'm not guaranteed a Big Twelve it. championship, but I think I I think Iowa State is, is probably is through two I mean, weeks. Kinnick's a tough place to play. Like there's mm-hmm. no there's no doubt about that. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter how bad their offense is. All right, um, I think that's all. I have. yeah, Tech. Uh, hmm. I haven't, I haven't watched that game yet, so I, I don't really have much of an opinion. I, so I they, do. The tech people are really they're really confident, though. They're yeah, very, well, Shuck, very confident right now. Shut got hurt again, so it's back to Smith, who destroyed Iowa State. Yeah, great. Yeah, so looking forward to seeing that guy and Jack Trice. The kicker's gone, though. <laughs> See, kicker's gone. In the NFL? See, yes, Garibay. Did you think, by the way, do you think the Iowa kick was going in? I, I just was so sick at that point. That <laughs> yeah, I was about, like, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> I actually know I didn't for some reason. I, I, I yeah, just I thought I didn't feel like it was going to go in when when he lined up. I would have been so mad though, like that. That <sighs> might have been. 
K-State-esque, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. We were going there. It was going that way. And then everybody, you, you noted on this in postgame, I didn't know if you talked to any of your officiating friends. Is there a reason why they didn't give him a warning? I, uh, I mean, I, Maybe they had I earlier? They definitely didn't give him a warning. I, I guess maybe you don't have to. Okay. Maybe you don't have yeah, to. I just didn't know if you figured any it, of that it's, out. It was just a really horrible situation because Iowa State thought they won the game with the strip sack. They didn't know they were offside, and so you can't fault the kids for coming off the field. Was he actually offside, though? It was really debatable. Okay, that's what I and thought. Bruns, Bruns talked about it. He's like, yeah, I mean, it was like flip of the coin. I mean, technically his head may have been in the neutral zone, but it's, that's like really nitpicky. That, that would have been an all-time like K-State loss overtime if that thing went to overtime. But thankfully it didn't. The game is over. The streak is over. 2-0 for the first time since 2012. I've got a treat for you here. Um, actually, I have I have two treats for you. Okay, I like this. Yeah. Um, first of all, before we get to guess the point spreads, uh, have you ever heard of Cameo? Have you ever gone on Cameo? I've never purchased something, but uh, but but someday. I've only done it once. Um, it was when you know we William did. William hung. Didn't you do William hung on Cameo? No. It was after we had been doing in vitro, which is not fun. And that is not a fun. My wife and yeah. I, we always used to watch the show, the challenge on MTV, you know, and yes, you know, we have been God for months putting shots in my wife's ass every night and you know how it is. It's just not fun. I had, I had TJ Lavin, the host of the challenge, send my wife some Words of encouragement via cameo. <laughs> it was pretty funny. So somebody somebody has gotten to Bob Stoops, who really comes across in retirement as one of the great guys. Like a guy just having a hell of a time. Yeah, like I want to coach in the XFL. I want to hang out with Bob Stoops. Whatever he's doing. So somebody got to Bob Stoops' cameo. This is, this is the best. And asked Bob to give their friend Brian a pep talk. A pep talk. Hello there, Brian. Bob Stoops here saying hi. And uh, listen, I know you've had a tough couple of uh, two, three years there, but the good news is your family still supports you, buddy, especially your dad. He wants you to know that. But uh, and even though everyone else seems to be against you, sometimes the best advice is to break free from the family business, man. Go do what you got to do. So uh, anyhow, all the best to you and a big boomer sooner and good luck. (laughs) Hello there, Brian, Bob. It just it's getting better than that. <laughs> That's <laughs> real. Are you listening? Hundred percent. Tuesday morning, like that is real. That is at Bob's, what point? But I, he, he, yeah. It, what point did he realize what was going on? Like after he put that out on Twitter, probably. <sighs> That's funny. Brian Ferentz makes nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars per year. <laughs> you, if you're listening to this, you are underpaid. How much does he make per Iowa touchdown? You should add well, that up. <laughs> that would be nine hundred fifty thousand dollars at the moment. <laughs> on a short field, it shouldn't even count. He's had one. We gave it to him on the frickin' sixteen. I know, that shouldn't count. God, I was so pissed. Cut his like, salary. That this, was. Oh. I I about had to take my phone away. 
Like I, I was so yeah. pissed during that game. We were just begging him to play. Uh, yeah. oh, everything that you could do wrong. That that would have been game. the longest year of our lives oh. if, if if we lose that one. My God. All right, thanks, so I, Brian. I have a treat. Uh, guess the point spreads is always yes. brought to our brought to us by Webwise. Try Webwise.com. Try Webwise.com. That is their website. They built the Always Race Day website for me. Seven One Two Media. Really good guys. Huge Cyclone fan. Shout out to our friends at Webwise. Very affordable as well up there in Mason City. I have a treat for you. I have. Um, I, I thought we'd class it up in honor of Scott Frost being fired. <laughs> this is a it's a saxophone version of Yakety Sax for guess the point spreads. Can't wait. Let's hear this. Oh, high class. <laughs> like Louis Armstrong. Isn't that beautiful? That is. That is. I just want to jam out here. Sip some bourbon. All right. Th- this is fast. We'll start with Iowa State. I haven't seen any. I did see the Iowa State line, so I'm not going to Okay, well, I'll just analyze it. It opened at 22. It's down to 17 and a half now. So they're in the over under at 49 and a half. Which yeah, I get, I'm, I'm not giving gambling advice, but man, man, that over looks spicy. <laughs> this, this music is just too good. Texas State at Baylor. Does it have a lot? Texas, yeah, Texas State is. They're the, they're the Bobcats. Oh man, they're not great. 24 and a half. Incorrect. 30 and a half. Ah. The big noon on Fox kickoff, <laughs> Oklahoma at Nebraska. Oh, my gosh. Where do you even go? Uh, this thing is steamed down, and, it, and it's the right it's it's the right way. I would have played it. I would have hammered it where it opened. All right. All right. I'll hint. say I'll say OU 12 and a half. 11 and a half now. Opened at 16. We're on the same page, buddy. Yeah, I would have pounded that at 16. I'll probably play it at 11 and a half. This is perfect way for teams always bounce back after their coach gets fired. And I don't think Oklahoma is very good. No, I don't. I either. still don't. I'm not in. What's the money line? What am I getting? Am I getting plus 400? I don't have the money oh, line on the in Huskers. Front of me. All right. All right. I hope everyone else is enjoying this as much as I am. All right, we have Tulane at Kansas State. My green wave. The green wave. Still waiting for my jersey. Come on, Tulane. Oh, gosh. I, I haven't seen them at all this year. 21 and a half. 15 and a half. All right. How shitty is the Big Ten West, by the way? Sorry, I'm just looking at some of these point spreads. It's like, <laughs> God. Who's the, is, is Minnesota the favorite? I think Illinois might be the best team, but... but they lost to, Who'd they lose? They lost to somebody. They lost to Indiana, I guess, which isn't yeah. great, but then they... I, I, I think that they got a pretty good defense. Um, we'll, we'll count them. BYU at Oregon. Oh! That's a good game. That is a good game. Oregon, three and a half. Pretty good play right there, four. 
game of the week? Kansas at Houston? Houston's still getting a lot of love. Their buddy, the unprofessional fan. Uh, Houston, 14 and a half. 10. You're not giving Leipold enough credit, man. No, I I know. I'm just... I'm playing my Dana percentage. They're better than you think that they are. I... But th- isn't this the time where Kansas falls on its face and it's like 51 to 20? Possibly. Something like that. Yeah, it's possible. Texas Tech at one of the shittiest towns I've ever been in, Raleigh, North Carolina. NC <laughs> State's NC's... 15th in the country, by the way. They got a good team. Where did they come from? Their quarterback's really good. I can totally see why NC State in the triangle you know, feels like they're kind of left out. If I lived in that city too, compared to Raleigh or compared to Durham and Jacksonville. Sorry. Why is this game being played? Like what a random assortment of I don't know, teams. but it'd be a good game though. Yeah. I look forward to watching. I'll say NC state 10 and a half. Perfect. Ooh. Not bad. Warming up. Just throwing it out there. Nevada at Iowa. Oh, my God. Nevada's horrible. Nevada's really, really bad. 20. 23 and a half. And then the obvious joke is Iowa can't get to 23 and a half. It's the lowest common denominator fan reaction in my (laughs) 20 years of doing this. If your team won on Saturday and you put out the line on Sunday, they'll be like, oh, not enough respect. Disrespectful. 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 <laughs> if your team lost, it's, huh, that's it. We won't even win the game. Huh. Yeah. We're even going to score that much? We even watch the games? <laughs> Texas San Antonio at Texas. I think I can't wait. This is my game of the week. I love I love watching this game. Texas getting a lot of respect, but I'm, I'm taking the Roadrunners, whatever it is. I'm going to say it's at 12. 11. Okay. Not I bad, love the Roadrunners here. I love the Roadrunners. Yeah, I, w- I would definitely play the Roadrunners, too. Uh, I think that that's it. I think I got them all covered there. You got them all? That's yeah, not fun. The only other I one mean, is Towson at West Virginia. Yeah, I'm not worried about that game. How do you like the new Yakety Sack? Oh, wait a second. We also have... Who the hell is UAPB? Oh, Pine oh, Bluff. Oh, Pine Bluff. At, oh, no. They're at no. Oklahoma State. That doesn't have a line, I hope. No, but we're going to bet it. When it does have a line, boom! <laughs> it's going to be forty plus. For, oh, no. the, yeah. They play the names. That I did. The, I did the UAPB. I would say oh, basketball God. game on ESPN Plus. The, that, we will collect it. By the way, hosting a, a free basketball camp. Yeah, tell us about. It. I got your. That's pretty cool, isn't hey, it? Do me a favor. Don't send me press releases. All right. I just you're on the list that I have formulated. <laughs> I'm sorry. I could just walk over. That's. I probably should just do that. Oh, no, we're feels, doing. A, I'm just saying it feels a little informal. Like I've wiped your kid's butt before. Like <laughs> I mean, like. You know, I just feel bad about including you. Like, ah, I just well, no, I'm just I'm kidding. No, we're doing actually, uh, actually do send it to me. It's because I did see it. It was like, oh, that's cool. We're doing so the collective is actually doing good things. We're doing a a youth basketball clinic with the entire Iowa State basketball team for the underserved population in Des Moines. So kids from Boys and Girls Club, kids from awesome. this organization called Can Play in the Greater Des Moines YMCA. And so it's a free clinic for them. They get a T-shirt. They get to hang out with the Iowa State basketball team. And the basketball team loves it because they get to interact with the kids in Des Moines, too. So it's Wednesday night. It's actually my birthday on Wednesday. That's how I'm celebrating. Oh, wow. It's this Wednesday, huh? man. You put this that Wednesday. together fast. Yes. So it's coming up this Wednesday. The media is welcome if you're listening, media. 
you Man, can interview me. If I can get down there, could I bring like my kid just to watch? Like she doesn't. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, because Cammy yeah. Cammy might think that she Cammy and uh, fire up the grill of B. They formed Kate. a relationship. Caleb will be there. Do you know, do you know what the unfortunate thing is? And I don't know why this is, but I just share with the listeners. The only two Iowa State players that cannot be involved it sucks. In, in NIL stuff are the international guys yeah. because it threatens their visa status. So poor Jazz and Hassan Ward cannot be involved. Oh, no. You can't, you can't, I mean, think about the string music t-shirts that Marge could make. He's got some great stuff coming out with the cartoon characters, by the way, for football that we should mention in the CF store. Uh, but hey. yeah, so we, Jazz, Jazz and uh, Hassan Ward cannot participate in any NIL related activity. Oh, bloom. I have what do you do? You're going to love this. Uh-oh. I haven't, I haven't seen this yet. Apparently that this is a Fran McCaffrey got, um, punked on cameo as well. No way. Here it is. This was just sent to me by Brett Meyer. You want to hear it? Here we go. Yes. Hey, Brian, Fran McCaffrey here. I wanted to reach out and let you know that all of us in the Hawkeye family are thinking about you. Your family loves you. Your dad loves you. The Hawkeyes love you. Maybe think about making a move back to New England. But wherever you go, wherever you are, the Hawkeye family will always be with you. Go Hawks. McCaffrey here. I wanted to We're gonna again. All of us Lady in the family are thinking about you. Your family loves you. Your dad loves you. The Hawkeyes love you. Maybe think about making a move back to New England. <laughs> but wherever you go, wherever you are, the Hawkeye family will always be with you. Go Hawks. Poor, poor McCaffrey. It's my new ringtone. <laughs> How did he not know? Well, McCaffrey like thinks like he's like, <laughs> oh, this is like a kid with cancer or something. Because yeah. that is. I know you've had a tough couple of uh, two, three years there, but the good news is your family still supports you, buddy. Especially your dad. He wants you to know that. But uh, and even though everyone else seems to be against you, sometimes the best advice is to break free from the family business, man. Go do what you got to do. So uh, oh, anyhow, all the this, best to you and a big boomer sooner and good luck. This is I'm not making this up. You can look at it. It's Cameo and Fran McCaffrey. What do you think Fran McCaffrey charges for I don't Cameo? Know, 25 bucks. $50. Jesus. And $6 for a message from Fran. And uh, he, have, he does have a five star rating for three. For well, yeah, three. it's a you know that was a very sincere message that he left Brian. He has sixteen followers. Why is Fran McCaffrey on cameo? This, this deserves the yakety sax with the saxophone. This, I feel like we're Woodward and Bernstein here uncovering the fact that <laughs> Fran McCaffrey has a cameo. What's going on? Well, we didn't uncover it. It was Brett Meyer who did. Brett Meyer. You know, this is the see up Fran has 24-hour delivery on his cameos. Who needs to recruit when you can okay, send a cameo wait a minute, for wait a minute. I have found out this. This makes way more sense. He gives the money to the American Cancer Society. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes way okay. more sense. So I take it back, Fran. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. I literally, now I feel bad. Okay. Yeah. All right. I take it back. Makes way more sense why he would be doing that. That's why okay. I, I kind of thought there may be something like that. Okay. To it. Then I'm, he, I'm listen. I, I retract the previous statement. 
Well, he still got punked on this. I, I still think that he would probably rather not give that donation of fifty dollars for that That's video. Fair. He's getting called into Gary Barda's office tomorrow. What are you sticking your nose in football's business for, friend? Oh my goodness, what a world we live in! All right, everybody. Thanks for being patient this week. We'll be back next Sunday night. Cheers.